couples therapy can actually be used as an arena for further abuse. Your partner, if they do agree to go to couples therapy with you, or maybe it was their suggestion, they are going to go into a room where they are then going to learn the language to use against you. Welcome to the Rising Beyond podcast, where you can find hope and healing after a toxic or abusive relationship. I'm Sybil Cummin, a licensed professional counselor specializing in working with victims and survivors of domestic violence and narcissistic abuse, including the youngest witnesses. Over the past decade, I have been honored to witness victims move to survivors and then to thriving in their lives. If you feel alone in your healing process, are dealing with the onslaught of post-separation abuse, or just needing some validation that you are not crazy, you are in the right place. You know you need to change something in your relationship because you can't go on living like this any longer. You don't really know what needs to change, and you're desperate for things to go back to the way they were at the beginning. You'll really try anything. Maybe you've seen some things in your partner that you think, wow, I I really think they need therapy. I think they need some mental health help. And because of the role you've taken in the relationship, it feels like it's your job to do anything and everything to fix the situation, to fix the problem. Or maybe you feel like you just really need to understand your partner better in order to make them happy and, again, to fix that relationship. And how many times have you heard that all couples have problems or marriages take work? And so you do it. You search psychology today or, you know, on Google for couples therapists in my area. And think, oh, hallelujah, we're going to fix this. And unfortunately, I'm here to tell you that that might be the worst thing that you could possibly do. Because couples therapy is not only inappropriate, but it's actually contraindicated. means you should not do it if there is domestic violence or narcissistic abuse. So let's talk about it because that may have just dashed all of your hopes that we're going to go see a a couples therapist. All will be fixed. My partner's going to take accountability and make changes. I'm going to make changes. This is going to be great. So nope, let's go through why couples therapy is just not the right choice when there are these huge power and control differences. So the first and huge reason why you should not actually go see a couples therapist with your partner is because guess what? In graduate school for clinical mental health or couples and family services, there are very few programs at all that teach really anything about domestic violence or narcissistic abuse or how to assess for that in session, and how to handle it if you do find out that it's in session with one of your couples. We, as a mental health community, 
are not well trained. That is so devastating. And I could literally do like five podcasts on the issues that arise because of this. And that's not the purpose of today. So you just need to know that it will be rare for you to find a couples therapist who really understands these dynamics and what to look for. They may be amazing therapists and, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And so that is one of the big problems. But let's look at why those of us who do understand and the research shows that no, couples therapy is not appropriate for what some couples therapy modalities call domestic terrorism. Yep. Domestic violence, when there's significant power and control dynamics, that does not mean there is just physical violence or sexual violence in the relationship. Any of those power and control dynamics is called domestic terrorism. Okay. So hopefully that just shifted your perspective a little bit on this issue, but couples therapy can actually be used as an arena for further abuse. Your partner, if they do agree to go to couples therapy with you, or maybe it was their suggestion, they are going to go into a room where they are then going to learn the language to use against you in a lot of ways, they are likely going to gain an unassuming flying monkey, which you, if you haven't heard that term flying monkey, it refers to um, in the Wizard of Oz, the Wicked Witch of the West has her flying monkeys that do her bidding for her. So an abusive partner will have people in their ecology that do their bidding And so many of these people do not even realize that they are a flying monkey. And that happens to a lot of couples therapists. And why is this? Well, if you're a couples therapist and a couple's calling in to get some services, you believe that both partners want to save this relationship, want the relationship to be healthy want it to be better, and are going to work actively to make that happen. And that both partners will be accountable for what their roles are in the conflict. Now, you and I know that that is just not true. Your partner will likely not fully take accountability for anything um, that they've done that is inappropriate. And There are times when they might, so maybe that mask shifts and something is shared in the couples therapy session and your partner's in the hot seat and they can't get out of the hot seat in the way that you would think. They can't say, oh no, that didn't happen. And so they will go from a place of, yes, I did that. I can't believe it. I got to this point. We need to do X, Y, Z to fix this. And then you, talking to you, needs to do this so that I don't react this way. And that sounds awesome. So if you have never seen it, and I'm not getting paid by 
HBO to tell you this, but if you've never seen Big Little Lies, it is on HBO. It's like a series of, I don't know, eight to 10 episodes. And I had to actually do the free trial of the HBO Max or whatever it was, and then binge watch them in those seven days. So I didn't have to pay for HBO. But if you have the option to watch, I believe it's episode three, there is a couples therapy session with Alexander Skarsgård and Nicole Kidman that you need to see. Because you know, although it's in a show, so the couples therapy session lasts like five minutes, which is clearly not realistic. I want you to watch the behaviors of Alexander Skarsgård and Nicole Kidman, because that is actually fairly accurate of what something might look like given their situation. In fact, and super creepy, when I was watching the show, and Alexander Skarsgård was saying his piece, it was like deja vu because I heard almost verbatim an abusive partner of one of my clients say what he says on the stand in family court. So there's a script out there that abusive folks are using. It was so eerie that the situation that happened was fairly similar to the woman I was working with. And the partner responded almost verbatim to how Alexander Skarsgård does in that couple therapy session. So I highly recommend watching that. Trigger warning, there is domestic violence in that show. So just warning there, but it was, it's a really good snapshot. Okay, so back to why you're not going to do couples therapy. So there's that moving, right? The, the changing of accountability and whose fault it is within that. And because a couple's therapist, the role is to not take sides, is to really see this from this objective perspective and share what each partner can do to improve the relationship. Your couple's therapist will likely tell you the things you need to do to make your partner feel more loved, or you need to give them the benefit of the doubt of some sort. Because does your couple's therapist really know what's going on? No, because the power and control dynamics are such that if you share what's really going on, then the couple's therapist can only go from what they hear. And because they're not super trained on how to assess, was the arm around the shoulder for comfort or was the arm around the shoulder a behavior of control and telling you to shut up? Was a hand on the leg support or is a hand on the leg the warning? They don't know. So because there's these possible repercussions for what you say in session, you likely aren't going to share exactly what's going on. So that power control dynamic is the main reason why it is contraindicated because one partner is going to be able to share freely and mostly sharing lies or half-truths, while the other partner cannot share their experience. So that does not leave it a space for appropriate work to be done. So some of the things that might happen is if you do go to couples therapy with your partner, and maybe you're like, oh, girl, I have experienced all of this, is that 
your partner is going to take control of the narrative. And so you are in there thinking you're going to work on the communication and some of these abusive behaviors. And all of a sudden, your partner's sharing about how worried they are about you because of your postpartum depression. You're like, wait, what? And the couples therapist is going to jump on that because that's something, right? That's scary. And that's something that, that therapists want to make sure is safe and okay. And they want to give you the support. And then it is completely shifted to how you are the quote unquote crazy one or the one with mental health issues. Or the narrative may be that your partner says that your childhood experiences and childhood trauma and relationship with your father are negatively affecting the couplehood right now. And wow, a couples therapist is going to love that work and jump on it. And then the work is around you and not these abusive behaviors at all. And so if you are in that place where you're not totally sure that this is abuse and you're asking the question, am I the crazy one? You may learn through this experience that you are the crazy one and it's not true. This is actually abuse. See why this does not work? See why this is a horrible idea? And yet very often this happens. And I can't tell you how many of the women I work with have seen multiple couples therapists, so many couples therapists. And most of the times they have shared with me that it was worse afterwards. And so they just, right, they, you just want to make the relationship better. You, you can't go on living this way. And this may be the only way. So you're going to just keep trying, keep trying to show that you are trying to get what you, you know, get the relationship you want. And so why do you ask, are you going to see so many different couples therapists? Well, if one of the couples therapists sees behind the mask, even just a little bit and holds your partner accountable for the behaviors you can bet that your partner is not going to go back to see that person. They are going to say they're biased. They don't feel connected to this therapist. The therapist is incompetent. You know, they're master's level and you guys really need a PhD, whatever they're going to say, because that couple's therapist saw beneath the mask. You're going to switch to a new therapist, switch to a new therapist, right? And so very often y'all have seen more than one couples therapist. Oh, something that just came up in my mind that's actually come up recently is that another one of the things that your therapist, your couples therapist may jump on is if your partner is going to excuse their behavior with one of the current researched parts of a modality that the therapist uses. So one example of this is bringing up, well, I act this way because of my childhood trauma and my attachment style. And, oh, wow, that is like a therapist dreams that you're going to start talking about attachment styles. And then you're going to get all up into the attachment styles. And that will be used to excuse the behavior. And then you're going to be told what you can do 
to help support your partner. And because you have this unconditional love, you're going to do it and it's not going to be any better. A lot of the time, right after the session is pretty scary for the victims I work with. However, there are some times you may be like, no, we just started couples therapy and wow, things have been just so good this week. I think this is working. If it is a power and control dynamic and they truly thought they were going to lose you and lose power over you, they may hop back to that honeymoon period of love bombing to ensure that you stay. So if you're in that moment and maybe your relationship is not abusive and couples therapy is going to work, hallelujah, like I'm hopeful. And if it is abusive, you need to see, are these changes going to happen? Are they sustainable over a long period of time? So that's something you need to really focus on. You could see either, but mostly what I see is there is this fear of repercussions after the session. It may not be physical abuse. It may not be increased threats. It may be the silent treatment, which is also a method of abuse. Depending on how it is done, it's like a discard. They're going to discard you and devalue you because you said something in couples therapy. So then you learn, okay, I can't say those things. So even after listening, you're thinking, nope, I would really like to try couples therapy. Sometimes the women I work with feel like they need to do it to see, would my partner take accountability? Could this work? Could this help? And so if you need that to make that decision, okay, First, you need to find a very well-educated couples therapist who understands domestic violence and narcissistic abuse. And I would also ask them before you schedule, if they do individual one-on-one check-in sessions. The reason for this is because if you are feeling like you can't share safely, then it's not going to work. I can promise you it is not going to work. And so you need a place to let that therapist know your fears of what might happen after session so that it can be addressed or the couples therapist can refer you out to individual work. The other thing, if you are going to jump into some couples therapy, is that you individually need a therapist that is, again, well-educated in abusive relationships so that you can process your experience. You can ask them. You can share, like, this is what the couples therapy session looked like. Are you seeing signs of power and control in this couples therapy relationship? And if they are, then they can give you that feedback. It is also possible, granted, your partner will likely not allow this, but if it is, if there can be a a release of information between your individual therapist and the couple's therapist, so that if you just feel extremely uncomfortable sharing with the couple's therapist that there's been abuse, your individual therapist can do that. And then the couple's therapist should refer you out. So... I am hoping this was not just this horrible Debbie Downer episode of doom and gloom. 
but I really want you to feel well-educated in making decisions. If you are in an abusive relationship, if you've left an abusive relationship and you're trying to process the chaos that ensued, you're trying to process your couples therapy sessions with your ex-partner, I want you to be able to give yourself some grace of why couples therapy didn't work for you. It is likely because there are power and control dynamics. It is likely that your couple therapist didn't see them and weren't qualified in knowing how to assess for that. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, if you have an experience, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to me via social media. You can reach out to me via email, all the things, because I want you to feel supported. So all of those links along with any of the links from the show I mentioned. So I'll throw in the big little lies, a link to that. They'll be in the show notes. I hope you have a great week that this was helpful. And I will catch you next time on the next episode of the Rising Beyond podcast. If you're healing from relationship abuse and are looking for support and sisterhood during this journey, I'd love to invite you to the Rising Beyond community where you will get expert guidance, connection with others going through similar experiences, and a safe place where you'll always feel seen, heard, and believed. To learn more and to join, go to www.risingbeyondpc.com. We'd love to be a part of your healing journey.